Hello and welcome to YHTV's Trinity of Life. This is episode 78. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host for this program. Thank you so much for joining me as I continue to explore the wonderful world of healing arts, meditation, therapies, and the many modalities of helping each of us find balance in our individual journeys. We're always excited to meet those who are on the leading edge of creating change on this planet. I want to take a moment just to thank all of you for taking the time to vote for our nominated show, Magical Medical Tour, with my co-host, Dr. Glenn Woolman. The award ceremony is taking place on January 5th, and so for those of you who may be in Las Vegas on that day, come by and join us, in, uh, join us with the fun of that red carpet. <laughs> Today's topic is the four secrets to music for body, mind, spirit, Heart and Soul, with our very special guest, Christine Stevens. Now, at any time during this live presentation, you can feel free to ask a question or make a comment simply by scrolling down on your screen and typing it into your comment box. Or if you prefer to call in and speak to our guest yourself, call in at 323-476-3997. Your ID is 607-393-POUND. If that went by a little too fast, not to worry. During this presentation, those numbers will show up on the screen. Now, our special guest. Christine Stevens is an internationally acclaimed author, music therapist, and speaker. She's the author of a new book, Music Medicine, The Science and Spirit of Healing Yourself Through Sound. She's also the founder of Upbeat Drum Circles and has made appearances on NBC, PBS, and in the movie Discover the Gift. She has drummed with Fortune 500 companies, students at Columbine High School and Ground Zero, survivors of Katrina in New Orleans, and also has led the first drum circle training for conflict resolution in northern Iraq. That's really something, isn't it, folks? May I welcome our dear special guest, Christine Stevens. Hello, Christine. Thank you. I'll give myself a little drum roll. How about that? Yes, and I'll give you a little bounce. Exactly. (laughs) Beautiful. Oh, that sounds so good. It just gets all the, the... cells moving in the body. Well, even before we turned this program on, you were bouncing on the ball that you're sitting on. (laughs) And I was kind of bouncing, but also feeling the rhythm of that. And that's something really exciting called entrainment. And what happens is when two different rhythms fall in sync, Uh we connect. And you and I were just experiencing that natural entrainment. And when people do this, even when you can't speak the same language as I've experienced traveling around the world, you have an immediate bridge, a connection. Mm. Entrainment is a law of physics. It's what draws us together. Togetherness is important in health, a sense of belonging and connection. Mm. So, Mm. and also this idea of the body, mind, spirit, heart, and soul Rhythm is the medicine for the body. So when you were moving, I couldn't help but want to drum. And when we hear rhythm, unconsciously, we tap our feet. We clap to the beat. And sometimes I think when you're sitting at a computer all day or you're working or we're becoming more and more um, sedative, we want to get up and move our bodies. Whether you're the 
physically drumming or I'm drumming right now, it's a great practice to get the energy going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I remember when we were growing up how, you know, very, very disciplined, very disciplined when I was growing up and, and how we would get like, sort of have our, have our shoulders tapped on <laughs> when we would be tapping our feet or when we were, you know, sort of like hitting our hand on the table or something like that. No, 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 you're not supposed to do that. You know, that's rude. <laughs> you know. Right. Meanwhile, now in our older years, it's like, I don't really care. <laughs> So it's it's it is quite amazing and um, uh, very interesting how that sound and those rhythms really work through our bodies when we allow it to. Mm, that's the key. You can block that energy, and people think they're just listening to music. And I always call it conscious listening because there's an active listening. It's not just listening with our ears; it's listening with our bodies. Mm. And I wanted to add to that wonderful introduction into my bio. The other thing about me is I do yoga. I do Bikram yoga for the last eight years or so. And I really am so grateful to yoga. And the powerful process for me of my body when I travel and speak and, you know, all the stress that happens just kind of melts away in that experience. But even as I'm listening to music sometimes during yoga in my own practice at home, you know, my body's feeling the music and my body and if I put upbeat rhythms on, you have the sensors, not just in your ears, but you feel music in your body. We mm. certainly feel vibration from the drums in our body. And one thing that I love to teach in my trainings called Change Your Life Through Rhythm is how to use the drum for a massage. Mm. And what you do is you hold a, a frame drum like this, and this is the drum in the healing drum kit, and you hold it over your body, not on your body, because it will choke the sound, but near you. And as I play it, the vibration comes through the mouth of the drum onto where I need it on my body, mm. which I tend to really love doing this over my heart chakra. Mm. Oh my gosh, even right now, this feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm getting it through, through my ears right now, and I can just feel it resonating. It's amazing. You know, and it's good for cleansing. Wow. How did we get on that topic? I don't know, but that's fabulous. <laughs> uh, Christine, before we go on with that, can, can you share with our audience a little bit about your background, where you're originally from, and, and what brought you to this path? Sure. Um, I, first of all, want to thank you so much and your team at Yoga Hub and Trinity of Life and what you're doing. Christina and I spent a good hour on the phone just getting to know each other and your story, what you're, you're doing, the pioneering work, making this so accessible to people is so appreciated by mm -hmm. me, witnessing what you're doing. You're following your heart. You're making it happen. You're bringing people together through digital technology. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, but, you know, as I say, it's, it's really people like yourself that, that it's a collaboration, isn't it, of, of this village and bringing together all the people with all the different parts to share. That's the beauty. I get to be the forever student. <laughs> Welcome to the music classroom. This is not your usual music teacher because many of us are survivors of music lessons and piano lessons. And <laughs> survivors. <laughs> the slap on the finger and all that. So this is a really different music classroom. It's about your musical spirit. 
And I use that word because the word musician makes us think about performance. Performance with music is about entertainment, and it's a really recent idea when you think of the ancient history of drumming for spirituality and health. That's what we're going to do today. We're going to activate and awaken people's musical spirit in all aspects of body, mind, spirit, heart, and soul. Mm. A little bit about me really briefly. Um, I just came back from teaching at the Soul Care Conference in Joshua Tree yesterday. And so I'm in a space of spaciousness. That expansive time I had in the desert um, brought me back to my core. There was a lot of tears. There was a lot of depth. I had a sense of the support that exists all in nature, the music of nature. And when you're in the desert, you hear the crow's wings flying. And you hear the sound of an owl at 5.30 in the morning outside your door. (laughs) And you hear everything so much more clearly that you begin to hear yourself more clearly. So I felt like I just am in a really good space to be with you and and people today on this call. Mm. Um, What got me interested in drumming was kind of a typical hero's journey of the soul. I was not a very good percussionist. I was almost failing drum classes in college. I was studying to be a music therapist. And I couldn't get the rhythms right with the sticks and the paradiddles and reading the music. And I don't know if you can relate to this if you've ever tried to read music. And it seems really frustrating. And I needed to pass that class to get my degree. So I hired a tutor. I mean, I had to work super hard to get the hang of the sticking technique and playing percussion patterns. And I left that experience thinking, well, I don't have rhythm. Mm. Years later, I was walking by a drum circle at a conference for music therapy. And honestly, the rhythm magnet, it just like pulled me like a magnet into the room. I wasn't enrolled in the class. I never left. I sat in the class for four hours and met my teacher, Arthur Hall, who has been the father of the drum circle movement in America and is teaching right now in India, teaches worldwide. Mm. And I felt like this is really different than that whole one e and a two e and a three e and a, you know, this is like I put my hand on a drum and have fun. And four hours went by like two minutes. And it's so funny that I've really devoted my life to using drumming. Mm. Coming from myself have almost failed percussion that I discovered a different kind of percussion. It's the heartbeat. It's the energy. It's the communication. The drum is so easy. Everyone can do it. So it becomes the most incredible tool for harmonizing and bringing people together, like my work in Iraq. And I continue to work now with Iraqi refugee women in El Cajon in in San Diego area. And they speak Arabic and Kurdish and some of them even Aramaic. And I speak English and we all speak drum. Mm, So that's beautiful. and my story and why I'm here today. Mm, That's wonderful. Just inspiring everyone with something that you felt you were so weak at. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lie. There's so many lies about music. It's like, oh, you have to be talented. You can't keep a beat. You don't have a good voice. Lip sync in the choir. The list goes on and on. And so when I travel in other countries, I'm reminded how Americans are really musically suppressed. 
most cultures are singing, dancing, and drumming, and there's no audition, and everyone's involved in the choir. So I'm, I believe that it's time, in terms of Yoga Hub and your mission, to restore music as part of our health. And it's non-pharmaceutical, uh, vitamin D, vitamin drum, because you can shift body, mind, and spirit in a brief period of time through music, especially through drumming and drum circles. And maybe we'll do some of that together today. Mm, that sounds wonderful. Um, now, now there is, you know, we we hear about music. I, I mean, uh, we we hear about you know, oh, the piano and oh, the string instruments, and that's what children should do because it works a certain part of the brain for for their intellect and the way it sort of opens up the creative side of their brain. Now, what about drumming? We, we don't hear of that. We, we don't. It, it's, we see it in um, a lot of indigenous cultures, a lot of tribal medicine, but not in what we call the civilized world, do we? <laughs> well, I have to say, though, the, the Koreans and the Japanese have held to taiko drumming f- for centuries now. And that's a very, very, that's very extremely powerful. And the children learn it. It's almost part of their uh, martial arts, basically. I mean, what, what, what is the difference? Do, do you know, Christine, the difference between the piano, the string instruments, and then the drums? Yes. And it's a great that you brought up this Asian traditions. Um, when I was in Japan, I teach in Japan a lot. Every kid knows this beat. It's like twinkle, twinkle, little star in our culture. They all go. And it's Taiko Matsuri. It's a rhythm that's played in August to the bond ceremony in Buddhism for the ancestors. And I was so struck by that, that like, you know how we have twinkle, twinkle, little star, and all kids know it. Their children were like standing up and playing taiko drums, and they know that rhythm. So what's the difference? Mm-hmm. These are all um, aspects, elements of music. The drum is the aspect of rhythm. The piano is the aspect of harmony, although piano is a percussion, percussive instrument, really. Um, strings, I find, have a really different kind of effect. I'll show you what I'm crazy about right now is this little stringed instrument called the strum stick. And why I love this is there's no wrong notes. And you can't play a wrong note. Let me just show you for a second, then I'll get back to your science science question. Um, mm. That's beautiful. I call it my Saraswati guitar. <laughs> now, where is that from? Nashville. No, not Tennessee. I was... <laughs> Sorry, where was it from? It's from New Jersey. A friend of mine created this a relatively new instrument just a couple of decades ago. It's a dulcimer with banjo strings tuned onto a, a guitar form. I have taken this to Africa, Brazil, Iraq. 
um, all kind of places. I stood in Iraq. I'll just show you one quick interesting thing that you brought up about, um, you know, other cultures and, and music. But this is interesting. When I was working in Iraq, they took this instrument, retuned it when I wasn't looking. Like this. Now listen to this scale. You know, wow. instrument, right? So I had this instrument for 12 years before I figured that out. It took me going to Iraq to, to learn that. Uh, so what's the science? The science that's really significant is that when children learn piano before the age of nine, there's a significant change in the corpus callosum aspect of the brain, which connects our right and left hemisphere. We've seen results, <clears throat> excuse me, and we all have heard probably about the Mozart effect that Don Campbell brought to light which had to do with test scores and IQ scores that changed with kids who learned piano. So my question has been, if we have all that evidence, why aren't we learning drums? Especially when you take the situation of a fourth grade kid and they're handed a recorder, okay? So they can hardly put their fingers on one of these things and they're trying to learn to play and they're squeaking and it's frustrating and I can only understand because I felt that with my classes a little bit with, you know, percussion classes. I'm talking about drumming. So there's something called world music drumming, and it's happening in middle schools. It's in 20,000 schools across the world now, and it's a curriculum using hand drumming with middle school kids to learn not only rhythm patterns from around the world, but to learn the principles that underlie these patterns, like listening, self-expression, community. Um, all those aspects that we need in our schools today. So what I know about rhythm that's exciting in drumming, and you brought up the primal aspect, and this comes from Dr. Barry Bittman's research. He took blood samples before and after one hour of group drumming that was called health rhythms, and it wove together drumming, breathing, visualization, laughter, a protocol, much like yoga. You know, you start with a certain stretch, you end with savasana. There was a protocol using drumming, but also using healthy tools like breath and visualization. So at the end of that, the blood actually changed. The immune system increased, natural killer, killer cell activity increased. So we're talking about one hour after they began using drums, people who'd never drummed before on a cellular biology blood level showed a significant improvement in their immune system. So if it's the flu season or it's stress coming up for the holidays, you need to take these supplements. Drum. <laughs> Love it. Wow. And so, so it, it, does it affect the brain in the same way? Like, for example, if, if the child, um, uh, did piano or drumming, one or the other, does it affect the brain in the same pattern or the same way? I don't know. That's a good study. We should do that. Well, let's do that. <laughs> the interest that I have, I've looked at a lot of brain results from rhythm tasks. Mm -hmm. the, the biggest study that's, that's really cool that I want to say about the brain, and we know this when we drum, it's so different than piano. It's just primal. 
Like I love dancing when I drum. I love moving. I notice when I'm leading drum circles for healing with these refugees or wherever I go, people are drumming and their feet are tapping, you know, and, and a man just said at the soul care conference, I was just at, we drummed outside. It was really beautiful morning. We started the day with a drum circle and a man said, I've been reinvigorated. And it's really true. So there's something powerful about the drum. So check this out. It turns out we know exactly where the drumming is happening in our brain. And it's very different than the piano. It's lower brainstem. And we're talking about the palms, cerebellum, this very low area, basal ganglia. This is really the old part of the brain. And so what happens, the, the reason we know this, and I've done this work with Alzheimer's, patients who are individuals with organic brain disease and loss of memory. They have cognitive deterioration in their upper cerebral cortex, but they can drum. Wow. Remember songs they sang when they were young. They actually have improved their drumming in studies with Alzheimer's patients. And why are they getting better and better? What's happening with that brain? It's this neuroplasticity situation that's being stimulated by a lower brainstem area that's not affected by Alzheimer's. So that's why it feels so primal. They use this drumming with stroke and Parkinson's rehabilitation because when a beat starts, people walk to the beat. Their hands move to the beat so they can rehabilitate their hands. So they send them home with a Walkman or I guess that's out of out of date <laughs> with an iPod and back to that rhythm. So just important to say, pick up a drum. You know, everyone is musical. You were born listening to your mother's heartbeat before you were born. You were hearing this concert of a heartbeat. So it's really familiar we all have a heartbeat. So we all have a drum inside us. It's really powerful to let go. The less you think, the better you drum. Does it make a difference? Does it make a difference if we can keep a rhythm? <laughs> like, you know, in children, it's, it's, yeah, I think with um, the society today, especially here in the city, where an instrument is an instrument and you learn to play the instrument as such, as you were saying, you know, with certain beats, with certain, um, breaths, etc. Now, now does it matter? Does it matter if the, the individual like an Alzheimer's patient may never have touched a drum before, may never remember of even tapping yeah. their foot or their hand before, um, you know, it's, it's funny because we all naturally do it at some point, I, I believe in our life. Does it matter? Does it matter what we're hitting on that drum, if it's a rhythm or if it's not? Well, if you're by yourself, it sure as heck doesn't matter. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> playing together with others because of the law of entrainment you will play together. It's natural. And you know the power when you're standing in a yoga class and everyone's doing these postures together, it's somehow easier than when you're by yourself. And anytime we do group 
healing practices and wellness practices. It's amplified. The only people that I've seen not be able to fall into this common rhythm are the real overthinking ones. The more cerebral they are, the harder it is to get. It's also about a four-minute process. So when the beat starts, join in. Don't give up. Give it time. Right? Like my experience, when I walked by that classroom and I went into this workshop and I started putting my hand on the drum for the first time was completely different than learning how to play sticking patterns from a sheet of music. I was playing my beat. I want to help people find their beat. You have a rhythm that's different than my rhythm, but in the same pulse, we can join. Make sense? Mm, absolutely. Um, I, I remember when I first came here, um, I live very close by Griffith Park, which is one of the a very, very large area here in Los Angeles. And um, I was going to some area and I heard this rhythm start happening. It was like a very distant drumming. So I followed it. I, be, I, I do love the, the sound of drums and different percussion instruments. So I followed it and followed it. It got louder and louder. And then I realized it wasn't just one drum. It was a drum circle. It was huge. There must have been like 50 people all gathered around with all the different types of drums, kinds of drums, um, everything from, from, from bells. They were all there with children in little baby baskets all the way up to, to these uh, gentlemen and, and men who looked like they were in their 80s, even 90s, and they were all hitting something, sticks, <laughs> everything. I was blown away. I was like, this is magnificent because you could feel that energy. And as I got closer, uh, one, someone came up and handed me a set of sticks and said, here you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And it was, it, it was the most magnificent sound ever. And I thought, half of these people, when I spoke to them, they said, no, we don't play an instrument, but we just come and join in. It was magnificent. That's a great story. I'm so glad you shared that. Um, you had that moment uh, that reverses any kind of doubt and all the lies that were told that were not musical. And, you know, you had the invitation and it called you from a distance, you know, and you followed that beat and then you were invited in. You felt the energy first. And I bet if you remember that moment when you first, oh my gosh, it's more than one drum and there's a whole group of people here. And, and I bet there was a feeling in your body of like joy, celebration, community, good vibrations. Yes. Absolutely. Received it. You kind of, I love this story because it's everything I teach. Like you stood and you received that rhythm and you felt it and then you joined it by playing along. And, you know, this is something that I've done in many parts of the world, just what you experienced in Griffith Park. But when we add it as a healing modality, we might take a moment and take a breath, set an intention, connect our heart before we start to drum so that it's very unified field of consciousness on top of the unified field of the groove. It's beautiful. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's that, that really now going back to that memory and that feeling, I, the, the one thing that captured me was everyone there, um, they had no, there was no ego. 
it was about celebration. It was everyone was smiling. Everyone was was just present in their being, which is which is so fa- fascinating because, as, as you know, you know we have so many layers that we pr- of protection, but there it was so freeing. Is magnificent. Is this what you continue to encounter as you travel and teach? Yes, and I think American in America we really need this because this ego problem and this individuality we have, which has its good and bad, you know, it's not to judge. It's just that I'm noticing when I go to China, I was just in China a month ago, there's a lot more of a we and a collective energy there. So there's a lot more of people playing unified rhythms together. And I'm thinking America with our extraordinary opportunity to be with people from different world cultures here, drum circles and music medicine is really important as we continue to move past that ego state and remember that we're one. We are one. When you walk away from that drum circle, you don't know why, but you're hugging people. You don't even know their name, right? You see them the next day and you're smiling. You don't know their name. And I experienced this a lot in my work around the world especially in real trauma places Um, at my work at ground zero and after hurricane Katrina and things like this. Wow. Was that healing to do drumming together? They had that feeling of we're not alone. We are part of something together that helps us transcend ego states. Ego states are really present when we are in performance consciousness, right? Oh, I'm on stage. People are watching me. I got to sound good. But when we're in this equal playing field of music and music medicine and group drumming or kirtan chanting, we start to connect to that oneness. Mm. Mm, That's so beautiful. Very intimate. We can uh, anchor into that moment of your remembrance like I had that moment falling into that drum circle that I wasn't even scheduled to be in that changed my life. You know, it, I really believe the drum shows up when people are transforming and the drum is rhythm, which is defined as forward motion, the element of music pertaining to forward motion. So when people want to get into drumming or they say, I just bought a drum. I don't know why I just bought your healing drum kit. Why I'm not even a musician. I say, what is changing in your life? And I ask that question with this drum circle movement. What is changing in our world that so many people are coming together and playing drums together? Hmm. Well, that, that's, that's definitely true. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we're, I believe that the planet and the people on this planet, it, we're going through such a major paradigm shift right now. Uh, things are moving so quickly. Um, with all the wonderful, you know, internet, or that's why we can share all this and, and our wonderful little phones, which make our lives move a little fast, um, that we are going back to what grounds us, uh, because we've been moving at hyperspeed. So what, what speaks to us? What can we tap into to help us be still? I know anytime I hear a drum, it does speak to my primal level. I, I not only do I want to bounce, <laughs> but but it's it's almost like the body just opens up. Oh, absolutely. Well, given that beautiful statement you just made, which I'm glad we're taping because I want to listen to this program again. I love what you said about grounding as a polarity to the digital speed. Um, 
But can I offer a little drumming practice now? Oh, please do. <laughs> I wanted to show two things. Um, first, I want to start with this beautiful thing that you mentioned about the drum grounding us. So what I'd like to do is play something starting with the heartbeat, and then I'll improvise on that. And I'm using a very larger drum. It's a frame drum from Remo, the company that I, I love their drums. They in, I'm an endorser of their drums. And they're made with recycled materials, and they're made in America. So how I like to begin is with my hand on my heart, and you can do this too, because there's always a drum right here. And just take a breath. And as we connect to our individual heartbeat, knowing we're part of the oneness, the pulse of humanity, when we consider how many world cultures are drumming, the people of this land, the Native Americans, drummed here. This is a culture, and this is our birthright. So we connect to our heartbeat and the groundedness, the earth mother beat the heartbeat of the Mother Earth, and just connect to that as I play. was cool that was really cool i mean every hair on my body just stood up that was amazing and it's through a mic too it's it's <laughs> i i oh i can't wait to be in the same room as you christine <laughs> the, hairs the mic are standing up just kidding <laughs> <laughs> wow now let's balance that with the fun. You and I can do this together. You can do this with clapping. I'm going to play something on my drum and you repeat it back to me. And this call and response is the way most world cultures learn instruments. You start and I'll copy you. Huh. <laughs> How? No, <laughs> that was a good one. I just suddenly stopped. <sighs> so, okay. We can play. 
that's really that's really magnificent it's it's like um so do you go around the circle where everyone will do a beat and everyone else follows yep yeah or even if you're with one person it's great this is great for couples this is great for families um executives <laughs> oh <laughs> hence the fortune 500 companies that you've worked with yeah learning to listen but i just wanted to show that parallel of we can have a drumming experience to connect to the groundedness that the drum really comes from in the mother earth energy it comes from a tree the shell is a tree the hide is an animal so we're really connecting to nature but also the drum can be this great tool of communication with you your kids your parents your grandparents uh, all the all the different levels of the trinity of life and um and that can be a lot of fun. Now, now, Christine, is there? Did you find that there's a difference between like using a stick to do the drumming as opposed to using your hand on the drum? Yeah, very much so. I'm glad you brought that up. For me, put just connecting with my hand in this fashion was so different than learning piano or saxophone. Just this whole hand connectivity. Um, I really like that. I do use a mallet when I'm doing sacred chanting with Native Americans, for example, and the beat tends to be like this. And some of you might know that's the Chumash welcoming song. Mm. So when I went to Africa, I noticed that, and I was in South Africa, djembe players use their hands on their drums, and the big bass drums, you know, the bigger the drum, I guess, use mallets. And I noticed that here, you know, powwow drums, people get around a powwow and play. But for me, I feel a deeper connection when I connect my hand to the yoga mat of my drum. And I'm just like being on the earth. It's that grounded feeling for me. Mm. It does take more technique though. I've been studying a lot of years to learn how to do these little like, you know, so it takes a little more technique, but again, it doesn't take much technique to do this. Watch carefully. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) I can do that. One more practice? Yes, of course. Well, I wanted to bring in the melody for your heart. I feel like this whole idea of awakening your musical spirit for your health and wholeness really is the rhythm of your body and moving, whether you're bouncing on the ball that you're sitting on, you're, you know, you're just free and you're moving with rhythm, or you're connecting to the earth through your breath. So this is for your heart. So I'd love to play a little bit on this Native American flute. It's a double barrel flute, so you'll hear actually two notes occasionally. And our hearts need opening often. You know, we sometimes get closed. I experienced that in the desert in Joshua Tree, how much wider my heart felt. And we have such great capacity for love. So this heart opening 
experience, listen to this flute with your heart. If the heart had ears, maybe it does. Just listen from that space of the heart and allow this to just be healing for your heart. is a beautiful sounding instrument. I've never heard of a double barrel flute <laughs> until now. That is fantastic. And no wrong note. I guess. <laughs> the, I, the kind of instruments that you're showing us today, they're my kind of instruments. There are no wrong notes. And yet it resonates so deep on a cellular level. Yeah. When you open to it, as you said earlier, you know, if you're open to things, you receive them. I love this poem from Rumi, the great Persian love poet, who says, stop the words now. Open the window in the center of your chest. Open the window in the center of your chest and let the spirits fly in and out. So we just open to the beautiful music. I mean, I have so many favorite flute players that I love listening to their music. I find the voice, singing, toning, humming, listening to flutes, listening to those kind of things are really good for our hearts. Oh, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm still resonating. You know, it's, it's um, because I do work with some sound therapies and things like that when I'm working with clients. And I've, you know, noticed that there, there are certain, like in a yoga class, for example, I know that one of our wonderful faculty had um, written pieces of music for yoga practice. And he sent me the first version of it before he, you know, put it on iTunes and everything. And I could remember listening to it going, oh my gosh, I, I need to use this, you know, during my my body work sessions, because it resonated with so many levels of the chakras that you could immediately feel it opening. And right now, with the instruments that you've brought in, again, you can't hit a wrong note with them, as you say, they are so connected with our bodies. It's, it, the frequencies that they're giving off are amazing, absolutely amazing. Very different from our, you know, piano or our usual string instruments. It's, uh, it's all, I call it, it's almost like the indigenous, the indigenous instruments that it's where we've come from. 
and now they're all surfacing again. Mm, I love that. And for me, it's been really an interesting journey. I mean, I've had this feeling of like, wow, I'm this blonde-haired, blue-eyed white girl. <laughs> and I, I think my soul is colorless and or many colored because I feel just as home drumming with Africans in South Africa, with Native Americans around a powwow drum, um, with, you know, Hindu ceremonies of beautiful kirtan singing, uh, using tablas and harmoniums and all these kind of world sounds. And the world is becoming, you know, thanks to you guys' work and many tools that we have now, we're starting to hear each other. So these instruments can be in our lives. It doesn't take a lot of training to do this. <laughs> I have to redefine music, music medicine. I call it music medicine because of what you said. It resonates our chakras. It feels good. Whether we're listener or conscious listener, again, it's not just you know, I, people talk about background music. I always talk about foreground music. Like when I actually sit down and I'm listening to something and I'm really hearing it and receiving it. And my message is that music is part of the tool of who we are. It's, it's, we're tuned by music. And I think it was Hazranaya Khan, the great Sufi master, who said our bodies are music. And we don't make music. Music makes us. Mm. It's a really fun way to live. When you activate your musical spirit, you start to, oh, I'm connected to those owls hooting and the crows and the wind blowing across the desert. I hear the music. I mean, that's really what happened to me. I had a real moment of musical awakening. I heard my breath like a rhythm. It's mm. music inside humming in me. And I was like, wow, I'm really an instrument. Mm. Mm. Oh, wonderful. What a magnificent experience. I should have been there. <laughs> I'm coming next year. <laughs> we should do a whole special on that. <laughs> um, Christine, a question came in um, while you were sharing. Um, my child is having difficulty in school. Do you think drumming would be helpful in refocusing him and find some relief to his stress? Absolutely. I find that, well, I don't know what the age is, um, but they did a study, a really interesting study, looked at attention deficit disorder kids. And what they found is that fast rhythms actually calmed the kids down. And the theory is that we match where they're at and they have some relief. Oh, good. And you think about school, it's like all about containment. Mm -hmm. There's breaks of that, but it's contained, focus. And I think the drumming is so helpful. And I get emails from moms all over the place who bought the healing drum kit, who are drumming with their kids. The drum comes with CDs to play along with. And they're telling me that this, these kids who can't sit still are now playing for 15, 20 minutes. And it's just, it's a good tool um, for engagement, for attention, for self-expression. It's just kind of one of those things that has many levels of benefits. Now think about how you set it up though. Um, if you set it up like a drum class, there becomes pressure. So if it becomes more like recreation, 
we're going to play together as a family. I have a family pack of drums I have on my website on ubdrumcircles.com. And I love to hear from families that have bought the family drum pack. It comes with a play along CD. They get these out and play together. So this can be a tool for you to connect for the whole family and especially for that child to start to get some relief, I think, from the focus on containment. This can be freeing and expressive. Mm, that's wonderful. So, wow. So you even have these drums available for everyone. The kids. Absolutely. That's great. That's Everything great. use and make is made for play along. I really feel that it's time for us all to have drums in our homes. I'm really happy when I walk into homes and there's musical instruments. I mean, I grew up with the, fa- the family piano that my mother got from her mother. And my mom tells me that when I was three, I was climbing up and playing it. So would I have discovered my musical talent and gift had I not had that piano available? Probably not. So just having a drum in the home, you never know what talent is waiting to be discovered. And, and part of it, too, is, is um, do you remember, Christine, when that group came out? Is it called Stomp? Do you remember that group where they were taking like garbage can lids and, and they were using everything on the streets for percussions, like on their bodies and. You know, it's really great. I love that show in the, they used the um, match boxes for shakers and it's a great thing. Also, and you brought up technology, there's some great apps you can load into an iPad or a phone. Um, Drum Jam, created by my friend Pete Lockett, who's a real master, master percussionist. And what you do is you turn it on and you actually improvise on the drums on the app. So I plugged it in and used it as a background track too. So scoping out the different apps, there's conga drums on, you can put them on your your phone and things like this. So we we can make up instruments with uh, things like Stomp. I think my favorite part about Stomp is when they just use their bodies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's cool that you, you know, use garbage cans and all that. And many world cultures, Brazilian, you know, uh, batucadas, they use recycled instru- um, cans and things to make instruments. But, you know, I love when they just use their bodies and they would just, you know, stuff like that. And, I just love that. I had a moment like that once in Iraq where a gentleman wanted to speak to me and the translator wasn't there. He was looking for her and we were standing there staring at each other, waiting, and he just started going. You know? And we started <laughs> And it was like, and then she came and we were laughing like the conversation already happened somehow. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. That's really brilliant. Now, now what I, I know we're coming to the top of our hour, but I just have to ask your your experience in Iraq, um, which is away from the U.S. and and there there's so much so much turmoil and it has been for decades now. What was that like? Share that experience with us, if you don't mind. Yeah, it was like never. I've never felt so at home in a place I was so afraid to go to. Mm. I learned two things. I learned that words communicate thoughts, but music communicates energy. And when we communicate and share music, there's no enemies. 
it was life-changing, Christina. I mean, it was really, I definitely walked through my own fears, my own stereotypes about who the people were in Iraq. I had basically seen what we've all seen, images on television of soldiers and guns. And here I found these beautiful people with such generosity and integrity, actually, and tradition. I mean, these are the cultures from 2,000 years ago. 2000, excuse me, 4,000 years ago. We're talking about really old Mesopotamia, Tigris-Euphrates area. I really got to feel the ancient root of that. Um, and I would just say thank you to all the sponsors that helped me get there, to my team that went with me, to the team that invited me. It really changed my life. I believed in drumming as a tool for peacemaking, but when I went there, I discovered that it worked. And if it can work in Iraq, think of where in your life you could use some peace. Any relationships. I came home from Iraq, and I started drumming in my sister's school with her, and it did great healing for my relationship with my sister. So I did peacemaking in the world in order to learn some techniques to do peacemaking in my own family. How beautiful. Really, really beautiful. I, I mean, I, I would love to see this. We're, we're working at our school, you know, inner city school, you know, no funding, etc. And it's like, what instruments? What, you know, what should we bring? Well, I, I'm going to start saying the drums. <laughs> you know, last night or a couple nights ago on 60 Minutes was a piece on the recycled orchestra of Uruguay. And they took, literally took trash piles and built instruments, and these kids are playing symphony Beethoven music. And watch it. It's on 60 Minutes. It's so inspiring. It's called the Recycled Orchestra. Wow. Well, I'll definitely check that out. <laughs> that, things like that, it just, it's just magnificent. You really, the, the wonderful uh, piece uh, and part about drumming, you know, it's, it's like having a ball, like playing a ball game. You can have many, many people, right? And, and you, you really don't need to know how. You just do. And that is the sense I get with the drums. It's, it can be anything, hence why it was great when Stop came out, because they used anything, anything, their bodies, anything. It was about rhythm. It was about sharing that rhythm. And and right now, because, you know, okay, funding is here, funding is there, and, you know, it's, okay, what can we do? What What can each of us do that's not going to cost us anything, that is not going to, that we can't, we, we shouldn't be hesitating. We should just do. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that here as we finish our time together because bringing it full circle, it is the portal to music. People can all drum and it's this magnetic pull into music, musical expression and fun. And what's the biggest challenge in our healthcare system? People taking an active role in their lives and it's exercise to drum. It has so many health benefits and it's fun. And I think we have to get engaged. We have to be part of it. Just do. Don't look at a piece of music. There's no music to look at. Just play, right? It's already here. We can do it. And is this the part where I get to plug the book? Oh, oh, absolutely. We're not going to forget about your book or your drum kits when I was surprised about today. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't do that ahead. So this is the new book called Music Medicine. And it's from Sounds True. You can get it on my website, ubdrumcircles.com. It is 
a book that sings. There are playlists online, soundstrue.com slash music medicine. There's six playlists for each chapter. So, I mean, one playlist for each of the six chapters. So you get to, for free, go listen to the music that I've chosen from Sounds True Artists that I feel is healing. And the Healing Drum Kit is also a great, great tool to get you started. And the next time we're on this program, Christine and I are going to be playing some of those rhythms from the world. There's seven world rhythms that you learn in the kit. Ooh, wow. Oh, I, I, you are really going to love Samba from Brazil. I can just tell you, this is a good last little thing. Gee, I'll how did you read me? <laughs> Celebration of joy in life. And that's just an energy you exude. And it goes tap, 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 ba boom, 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 boom. do something where we're together in the same place. <laughs> Thank you so much, Christine. This was really, really fantastic. What a great way to start our day here at Yoga Hub and, and for everyone who's joined us today. This is a fantastic gift that you're gifting the world. And Thank you. Thank you for all that you do. You, you're just... I can see it. I can see how it's just going to continue to move forward and your journey is just going to become fuller and fuller as you touch so many lives. Thank you. Blessing. Thank you so much. Likewise for Yoga Hub, Trinity of Life, and for all the people that have joined us today, blessings. And I always close with this little musical blessing. May your body feel the rhythm of life. May your heart sing a song of love. May your soul harmonize with the beauty of life. And may your mind rest in the silence of peace. Namaste. Mm, namaste. Oh, thank you so much, Christine Stevens, for blessing and gifting us all today. And of course, to Segovia Smith and our Yoga Hub team for making this all possible. And of course, to each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're always grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. We invite you to join us live on Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m., 1.30 Eastern, Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing into Awareness with Anatara. May I remind you that you can connect with Christine Stevens through her website, ubdrumcircles.com, and be sure to join her Upbeat Drum Circle newsletter. And again, to remind you, listen to her free playlist at soundstrue.com forward slash music medicine.
And I can't, I mean, of course you must check out her new book, Music Medicine, The Science and Spirit of Healing Yourself Through Sound. Once again, we invite you to give us a call and share your feedback, comments, and suggestions at 818-LET'S-TALK, 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. YHTV's Magical Medical Tour. Come join Dr. Glenn Woolman and Christina Suzuma as they journey through the healthcare galaxy interviewing doctors, healthcare practitioners in the attempt to share ways to achieve optimal health. Join us on yogahub.tv every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. That was easy. Yay! That's easy. <laughs> I have never had a ro- an echo back. <clears throat> That's great. <clears throat> that was brilliant. Final call and response. <laughs> oh my god, that was brilliant! You know, it's 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 what you're doing is so inspiring. It's just so much fun. I mean, literally, after you played that flute, my whole, I, I'm very sensitive. My whole body just started, it's almost like I have this, I got so hot, so hot that I literally started to perspire just from you playing the flute. It was like, okay, well, I need to be outside right now with all this. I need the space. Come on. <laughs> Ooh. Go outside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's it's perfect right now. It's so gorgeous and cool outside right now. The music. Now, this is what's really interesting. When we designed the Yoga Hub music or had the Yoga Hub theme music composed back in 2005, it was it, you. You need to listen to it because it wasn't the typical yoga music that people would usually hear. Um, and it's very, very primal. It's with very drumming. primal, and it's the drumming. <laughs> so it was like, oh my gosh! It, it, and all these memories just started to come back. It's like, oh my gosh! I wonder if Christine's ever heard our music because we don't usually hear it unless you know we're rewatching a show or something, right? Well, I hear it all the well, time he... when I'm editing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it's cool. It's got. Um... It was composed for for yoga when we were, you know, pulling together all the audiovisual branding and everything. And people would say to us that, well, that's not really sound very yogic. And and I would say it's well, you know, but yoga is about connecting body, mind, spirit. It's about grounding. It's not just about the physical form of yoga and you know. And they said, Oh, okay. And so many people were just going, mm, okay. You know, <laughs> and I'd go, I'm sorry, but and even the 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 composer when they were doing it, they said, really? I said, more, I, I need to feel, I need to feel that primal essence because it needs to awaken our bodies. It needs to ground us and awaken us. And they're going, okay, okay. And and luckily, one of the gentlemen, his mom was, let's see, Marie passed away when she was, I think, 94. And she was an amazing yogi. So he was raised with yoga. And I kept on saying more primal, more primal. And he kept on going, 
sure. And he'd get, send me more. And the more he got into it, the more he was like, wow, this is going to be very different for yoga. And I'm going, because we're not just about yoga. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't hear it when I see the, I guess I'll hear it when I see the, the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I get, yeah, yeah, I'd love to get your feedback on it and, and, oh. and see what you think. Cause this is, that was now eight years ago. 